This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are going through the most empowering truth you will ever hear. As usual, I would love to know what you're up to, what everything around you looks like, what your environment is like as you listen to this episode. Maybe you're out for a walk, maybe you're cooking, maybe you're commuting. Whatever it is that you're doing, I would love for you to take a photo, for you to tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane and share it with me so I can feel like I'm right there beside you as you listen to this episode. There's also lots of you who have been taking just a few seconds of your time lately to rate the podcast and I appreciate it so much. If you have not yet and these podcast episodes are of any use to you, I would love for you to take about three seconds of your time to rate this podcast on Apple or on Spotify. Thank you so much for your support and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hello, everybody. I hope you're all well. I'm very excited to find you here on another Monday morning, and this week is going to be a short little one, but I wanted to share with you something incredibly powerful, something that I spoke about with a client of mine a few weeks back, and since having that conversation with her, it's really been playing in my mind, and I keep thinking how it's such an important truth that I think so many of us need to hear. I am constantly reminding it to myself as well. And it's a bit of a hard pill to swallow. It's not an easy truth, as many of them are. And as many things that are empowering and important and things that we perhaps are reluctant to accept, it's not easy. So it's not necessarily an easy truth, but I think that if we were to take it in the right way, then it can be something that is the most empowering thing that we can possibly realize. And I really hope that this episode will bring that across and that it will be something that will really empower you and make you see things in a slightly different way. So that's my goal with pretty much every single one of these episodes, but this one in particular is really to change your perception. So let's get straight into it. I want to describe a little bit what this truth is and then go through a few examples with you and talk about how we can actually utilize this truth in our everyday life. So this truth is that the way that others make you feel is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. I'll say that one more time, how others make you feel is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. So those who are not familiar with the concept of mirroring, well, the idea is that basically what we see in others is often a reflection of what we are within ourselves, or what we think of others is often a reflection of what we see within ourselves as well. And this is kind of a slightly different take on that, but it's really specifically about emotions. So the way that others make us feel. So the reason why I found this so important and in general I wanted to talk about this today is because I find that what we hear more and more online these days is a lot of people being very offended. Very offended by what others are saying, getting very angry. The internet is a great platform to express how offended we all feel. 
And I thought that this truth would be incredibly helpful, really, really incredibly helpful. And this is something that I spoke about with a client of mine who found herself in a situation where she was quite upset with what other people around her had said. And this is something that, of course, happens to all of us, me included, you as you're listening to this as well, and every client that I've ever worked with, we've all found ourselves in a situation where someone in front of us makes us feel a certain way. And that can be positive, and if it is, then that's great. But in client sessions, we often talk about the opposite, right? We talk about the times that didn't make us feel so good. So this truth is really the idea that if something that someone says or something that someone does offends you or upsets you, it's because to some extent you believe that they are right or you believe that what they're saying is true. So let me give you an example. If someone says something and the way in which they said it, you come to the conclusion that they think you're lazy. So you're offended. You say, well, they didn't exactly tell me I was lazy, but the way that they phrased it and the way that they looked at me and the way that they made that suggestion or the choice of words that they chose suggested that they think I'm lazy. And that really offends you. That may really upsets you. Well, It's because, to some extent, you think you're lazy. Or maybe you have a fear of being lazy. Or maybe you have the knowledge that, as human beings, we are all lazy to some extent. We are all trying to minimize the amount of effort and energy we put into things. It is literally what keeps us alive. We all do this. But if we're not fully self-aware of this fact then we might take great offense when someone makes a comment of, God, have you spent the whole day napping again? Right? They didn't call us lazy, but they insinuated perhaps that they think we're lazy. Or if that offends you a lot and your offense is taken because you think that they assume that you're lazy, then that means that it touched something within you, right? Another example, if you're offended when someone undermines you, right? So if someone makes a comment and it's a little bit belittling and that really upsets you, maybe it really angers you or maybe it makes you feel incredibly self-conscious or maybe it makes you feel like an imposter or maybe it makes you doubt yourself or maybe it really angers you, then it's probably because to some extent you think that you're not good enough. If you get offended when someone belittles you because the assumption is they believe that you're not good enough, then to some extent it means that you think you're not good enough. So we are the interpreter of the world around us. We have a certain set of lenses in front of our eyes that completely alter the entire world around us. So something that someone said to you that really upset you, they might say that exact same sentence or that exact same comment to someone else, and that other person might not be offended at all. They might not even think twice. They might not have even really heard it in the same way that you did. And that is because we are constantly interpreting the world around us. And we interpret the world around us based on our beliefs, based on how we view the world, based on how we view ourselves, based on our personality, 
based on our genes, based on our experiences, based on our upbringing, based on so many different factors, but we interpret the world around us. And so the things that upset us the most, there's a reason for that. And I actually think it's incredibly empowering to realize that if there's something that really triggers us, then that is knowledge. That is knowledge about ourselves. That is the biggest opportunity for us to say, that is so funny. That person made a really small comment and I exploded. There has to be a reason for that. It's not only that they caught me on a bad day, because even if I was on a bad day and that person said, I really don't like orange juice, chances are you wouldn't explode. But if they said, I really don't like orange juice and you spent the past two hours making them fresh pressed orange juice or I don't know what, then maybe you assume they don't appreciate you. And maybe you assume they don't appreciate you because you're not good enough or not lovable enough. And maybe that's because you, to some extent, believe that about yourself subconsciously. So I said this was not an easy pill to swallow, right? Because to some extent, we are putting the responsibility back on our own shoulders of how other people make us feel. But I also think that it's incredibly empowering because finally, we are in a position where we don't only have to sit around and blame others. Because every time we sit around and we point the finger out at someone else, we are giving them the power. We are giving them the ownership of our emotional reality. When in reality, if somebody makes us feel a certain way, it's because of the filter in front of our eyes that have potentially morphed what they have said. Now, I'm not saying that you will never get upset about anything. Of course not. We will all continuously get upset and offended about things. But the power of this realization is that we can actually turn that around, ask ourselves questions, and use every moment of offense and anger to learn more about ourselves. And perhaps what we learn about ourselves and perhaps the offense that we take and perhaps those that anger us around us are not things that we can change right now. But perhaps they are. Maybe these are things that by simply being aware of the offense that we're taking to things, we can learn more about what we value about what we believe, about how we see the world. And maybe some of those beliefs are ones that we actually want to change or we want to work on. So we will always see what we set ourselves up to see. And if we make an assumption about what someone else means, is because to some extent we have that possibility in our head. We've created this possibility in our mind that it is likely that someone will think this thing. So if we come to the conclusion that person rolled their eyes because they think my presentation sucks or they think that my speaking skills suck or they think that the idea that I just suggested was stupid is because to some extent in our mind we had this idea of maybe this idea is stupid or maybe I actually suck at presenting or maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. So we've set that idea up in our head which is why there's the possibility that someone else might think it. And we create that possibility and therefore we interpret that possibility around us. So what can we do about this? Right, as I said before, we can take every time that we take offense or that we get angry, we can actually turn this around and look at it with a view of curiosity. 
And the second we look at it with a view of curiosity, a very interesting thing happens. All of a sudden, we get out of our emotional mind and we shift into our rational mind. We start thinking about things a little bit more rationally and we say, that's interesting. I just asked my friend if she wanted me to come over and help her pack up her apartment and she declined. She said, no, it's fine. Thanks. I'd rather do it by myself. And in that situation, it really offended me. Okay. Interesting. Why did that upset me so much? It's not about what she said, because we can imagine a totally different scenario with somebody else. Let's say that you offered your cousin to go pack up her apartment and she's a challenging person and you don't really want to spend too much time with her and then when she declined you're relieved so it's not about what she said it's about the context and so you might ask yourself okay why did that offend me so much is it because it makes me feel unappreciated is it because now i'm worried that she doesn't like my company is it because i am not sure if my company is that great is it because to some extent I think that I might not be as useful in that situation. Or maybe it's because I don't know if I'm a good enough friend. Whatever it is, it gives us this opportunity to reflect over things and to really ask ourselves, do I think that about myself? A client of mine told me that she was in a situation where a very close person in her life made a comment along the lines of, wow, you're really taking it easy these days. And she got incredibly offended thinking, does this person think that I'm lazy? Do they think that I'm not doing anything with my time? Do they think that I'm just hanging out and being useless? And she really took offense. And that was a great opportunity to ask, well, do I think I'm lazy? Maybe, or maybe not. And there might be a negotiation to be made there because there probably is a part of you that does think you're lazy. But guaranteed, there's probably another part of you that doesn't, that can actually vouch for the opposite and say, you're not lazy at all. You are just tired and you've had a really big few months and you're taking a rest now and it's necessary and you're doing it on purpose, intentionally, in order to be able to gain your energy back and stay in a good mental state. And so you might need to negotiate back and forth because it might only be a small amount of you that actually does believe what it is that you've taken offense for. But that's still a part of you. And when we can flip that narrative and turn it around and really ask ourselves, wait a second, do I believe this? And that part of me that believes it, are they right? And if they are, is there something that I want to do about it? And if they're not, then is this something that I should really have a discussion with myself about? And we can kind of go back to this idea of the internal negotiation. So I did an entire podcast episode on the internal negotiation, and this was more based around when it comes to self-sabotaging and procrastinating, and it's a little bit more around actually being able to encourage ourselves to do things that we don't feel like doing and having this negotiation internally within ourselves. but we can use it as well with our beliefs. So one part of you might have a terrible belief about yourself. You might think that you're mean you might think that you have bad intentions you might think that you're lazy you might think that you have no goals you might think that you don't actually really even care about the people that you care about the most and another part of you might actually contest that and say that's not true that is completely untrue because of xyz reason and we have so many different 
people within us, right? We have so many different parts of ourselves and they can all come together and then they can negotiate. And the second we actually sit down and take that time for that negotiation internally, then we do switch back into our rational mind and we are able to think about things much more clearly. And it does actually calm the emotional state, which is driving this anger and offense, And we're in a much better position to actually be able to tame those emotions, think about things calmly, and not say or do anything that we might regret. A really silly personal example, but I had left an empty toilet roll cardboard thing, what's inside of a toilet roll. I left that in the bathroom because I wanted to go put it to the recycling, which is outside of the bathroom. And I'd left it in the bathroom and I forgot to bring it back to the recycling. And my boyfriend made a comment along the lines of, can you please put the roll in the recycling? And it made me super offended. I got really upset by the comment. And it was really interesting because it was almost like a bit of an outer body experience where I didn't know why it upset me so much. And upon reflection, I realized that it upset me because I jumped to the conclusion that he thinks that I'm messy and disorganized and that I leave things scattered about and that I'm a mess. And so when I realized that I had made this assumption that he thought that about me, I really had to ask myself the question, do I think that about myself? And I did come to the conclusion that, you know what? I really pride myself for being very organized and clean and always leave things in the right place, etc., But I know that I'm probably less of that than I like to show off. I'm actually less organized than I like to show off. And there are times in which I am less organized than I would like to be, even though it's something that I pride myself on. And so that comment was almost putting out in the open that I'm not as meticulous or as organized as I like to show or that I'd like to be. And that's why I took the offense. So actually, it had nothing to do with that comment and everything to do with the way in which I internalized the comment. And so this is really what I wanted to share with you today. It's this idea that how others make us feel is a direct reflection of how we feel about ourselves. So think about that. Whenever you're in a situation where you're with somebody who makes you feel not good enough, who makes you feel lazy or stupid or dull or boring or whatever it is, of course, maybe you're around the wrong person. But also maybe sometimes it's more useful to look back at ourself and use the other person as a mirror rather than constantly pointing the finger. So I know it's not an easy pill to swallow. I know it's taking the responsibility back on our back, but I am a huge believer in taking the responsibility back by ourselves because responsibility is power. Responsibility is ability to create change and responsibility is ownership. And the second that we blame others, we give them their responsibility. We put the responsibility on their shoulders, but we also put the ownership on their shoulders. We put the power in their hands and we find ourselves as the victim. And I don't think that's a helpful position. I think we are much better off taking the responsibility on ourselves, even though that might feel harder, but we're bringing the power back in our hands. And there's no better place to be than a place of empowerment. 
So I hope that that was interesting. I hope that that made you think about things in a different way. I would love to hear your thoughts on the topic. I would love to hear the nuances. Obviously, nothing is ever as clear-cut, straightforward as this. And there's so many different ways that we can interpret things, that we can see this kind of topic. And I would love to have a discussion with you to see how you take on this concept, how you actually utilize it in your life. Do you utilize it in your life? And do you find it useful? I would love to hear from your side. Please don't hesitate to send me a message. These are the kind of reflections that I do in my one-on-one coaching. Reach out to me if you want more information about my one-on-one coaching. I'm taking on a few more clients over the next few months and I would love to work deeper with you on all of these concepts. Send me a message if you're interested and let's take it from there. In the meantime, guys, I'll see you next week for a brand new episode.